What's going on, everybody? How are we doing? We are back. It's another episode of Joel Cupcake Unedited Live. What's going on? New headsets here, Steel Series, baby. Thanks, my buddy Brandon Bear, tattoo artist here in the Bay, for the recommendation. And my friend, who is a Twitch streamer, Calvan, dude, came in clutch with this idea. I love it. Sounds good. Look good. Feel good. You know how we do. You know how we do. Uh, got the got the you know some skin showing today for everybody that's uh, watching the vlog, not listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, been a little hot in California with all the fires. Um, you know, got to keep the windows shut for that air quality. But hey, we we chilling, we chilling. Uh, I got some exciting news next week as well. Uh, you'll you'll find out about what it is then. Uh, I got uh some stuff that I'm going to be drinking on the show that I'm all about that uh, I'll have a discount code for you guys to check out yourselves if you want. So more on that next week. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget I'm streaming on Twitch. I got merch stores for, for my streaming stuff, merch stores for this, all of it. Love it. I appreciate the support. I appreciate everybody still listening, hanging out, sticking around, watching, downloading, whatever. I know times are crazy right now. So if you fit me into your schedule or my guests, whatever reason you find the show, I fucking appreciate it anyways if you don't know who i am i'm joel cupcake i got a fucking sick guest today his band just put out a fucking record on pure noise records um it's a fucking sick ass record uh i mean i don't even know i've known this dude i've known this guy for a minute and i'm glad he's fucking here uh jay what's up how we doing dude doing good it's good to talk to you man dude. thanks for having me dude of course my man fucking straight out the gate that fucking record, dude. My boy, let's get it, dude. Like, yeah. shit is shit is good, dude. Like, for those of you who don't know who Unity TX is, you know what I mean. They sound nothing like like Phoenix TX. Just just so just to clear that shit up, clear that up. You know what I mean. Like, it's it's uh, I'll explain to how how my you know ignorant ass wants to explain it, Jay, and then I'll let you explain it. But yeah. you know, I look at it as like a metalcore, like hardcore band infused with hip hop. You know what I mean? Uh, Jay's the vocalist. It's just, it's just, it slaps. Like I have no other. No, I don't need to explain it any other way. Like they, people have tried it before, and it ain't never been done like this. And it's good, and I love it. I've been a fan of Unity for a long time. I've recently, in the last like what, what, two years, we kind of became friends, Jay. Like three, three, three. My bad, my bad. Yeah, like I, I've helped Jay's band get a few tours. With some of the artists I manage, some stuff like that. I've always had his back when it comes to like advice and industry mumbo jumbo and all that fucking happy nonsense so you know uh i'm glad you're you're here on the show with me my dude yes sir thanks for having me on here dude it's honestly it's it's sick well thanks dude thanks for fucking like no bro like i'm just gonna like be straight up i love that you're doing this dude because like this is something that's definitely new for like my circle of friends because nobody's actually trying to present themselves like how you are. So it's sick to see someone who's actually doing it and going for it. Just want to be Yeah, well, like, dude, my whole thing is, is like, dude, like everybody puts on the face. Everybody speaks the same way. Everybody does whatever the fuck they want. You know, even like I have a lot of people here that like some some are friends and and some are supporters and like both of them might not know every aspect of me or every side of me because like when I'm at a show or, or I, you know, when I have to be the guy representing an artist and trying to get a record deal, like 
you know, I put on a little bit more serious face when I'm at the show and I'm working, I'm busy, I'm stressed, I'm sweating, you know, I'm running a show, I'm making sure bands are getting paid, the show's on time, which never happens, but that's not the point. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. And like, I don't have time to, to turn on a smile and grab a drink with you all the time. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I wanted to come out here and do this like unedited shit. Like I don't make a fucking dime off doing it. I love doing it. You know, Darius was just on here. I've had the within the ruins boys on here. You know, I got Adam from Oceano coming up. I got fucking, you know, Darius from spite was on here, you know, Kaylee from rivals. Like I'm trying to mix it up with what I got going on. I've had a few manager buddies, a few promoter buddies. It's sick, dude. It's just like, I want people to get to know you. Like, Unity's tight, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Everybody should fucking listen to Unity, though. Like, for sure. Like, everybody yeah. needs to check your fucking band out. And, like, I don't even care if you say it. I'll fucking say it. Because, like, it's very rare when people are like, oh, this is the new shit. This is different, whatever. Like, literally, I have never heard a band do what you guys do. Nice, and, like, man. it's tight because we're also we're also boys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're friends. So, it's like, not only am I supporting my friends, but this band is fucking sick. You know, like, my girlfriend doesn't listen to nearly as much, like, uh aggressive music as, as we do in our circles you know and even she fucking loves your shit dude like because she loves the blending she loves the blending of the fucking hip-hop or rap whatever you want to call it and fucking you know yeah. like metalcore hardcore it's fucking sick dude yeah dude. it is sick it's a it's honestly like just kind of like a surreal thing that like this whole thing that i've been doing for years has worked out like this is literally the guitar that I've written everything on. So like, I've still been onto it, you know, and trying to write this newest record and everything. Mad Boy was probably everything I had been building up for, you know, for years and stuff. And then I went through a lot of like serious shit during the whole writing process and stuff that really kind of pushed me. It was, it was fucked up, dude. I was like homeless for like, honestly, like nine months. And then like, I want to say like a month or two before I wasn't homeless anymore was when I went to the studio and I just said, fuck, I'm just going to throw everything out and, you know, just do what I can. And, you know, it worked. Literally went to the studio, made it at the beginning of April and then got signed by the end. That's so tight. Yeah, I remember when, like when you told me what was going on, I was like, dude, that is fucking sick. And I know you you have uh, Tom from Stray managed you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the boy, the boy. Dude, he's so he's so good, man. Like, I love Tom to death because Tom truly has like let me know like whenever I'm being a bitch about shit and I'm like freaking out, or whatever. He's like, "Yo, trust me, it'll be fine." Dude, that's part of what it is. And like, you know, I listened to uh, like there's a couple other podcasts in the world, like Managemental's one of them. There's like a Music Biz one. There's like there's a couple music ones, and uh, I think it was Managemental is the one I was listening to on like a road trip with a we were driving a Nam with a couple buddies. You know yeah. what I mean? And somebody had one on, and like this this piece of advice stuck with me. I'm pretty sure it was Biggie that said it. Who's like that's the dude that manages like every time I die and Terror and BT Bam, and he was like, you know, like the hardest advice you can ever give your artist but also the most important is the word like no you know like sometimes tell them no sometimes yo you're freaking out like chill the fuck out trust the process like sometimes you have to be that that pushback you know what i mean like i i never try to like tell my artist like yo that idea sucks or like yo like tell people to like not be with their creativity you know what i mean but it's like sometimes there's just like shit just they need to know that there's a possibility it ain't going to happen. Like, yeah. and it's not a devalue thing. It's just to like, this is just the fucking way shit works, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a reality check that, you know, some people don't really have the um, luxury or, you know, um, I guess they aren't lucky enough to have during their musical journey and stuff. You know, it's cool to be able to experience something that I hear so many horror stories about and it yeah. isn't bad at all, you know? The worst well, that's, is just oh, time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why, like, me, like, you know, like, you know, I hit you guys up a, a while back about, like, maybe managing, like, trying to help each other out. I know yeah. you had another guy helping you out then, and it's like, dude, it's cool. Like, we're still boys. I don't give a shit. Like, it's not just about the business and the money and, like, the, it's like, you know, like that, at least that's how it is for me, you know, yeah. like, yeah, I'm glad I like before Corona happened, I was making a, a stable living off music. Like that's fucking sick. That's the dream for everybody. Yeah. You know it what I mean? Was sick. <laughs> yeah, it was sick, but you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, how many times have, have I always offered like to you, like, yo, you need anything. Like I got you, you know, Dude, and oh. it didn't matter that you weren't on the roster it didn't matter that you weren't like on my team or like whatever. Like we we were we're homies, you know. Like you're a fucking good dude. Um, I like to assume I'm a good dude, and so like good dude should help each other out. And that's that's how I was brought up in the scene. Like I was yeah. kind of trained like a little old school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like don't be a piece of shit. Have everybody's back, and they'll have yours. And that's that's like those were like the staples of how I was brought up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, like. It's, it's really been, like, cool, like, just being able to, like, work with as many people and stuff. But, like, I will admit, like, you know, if I didn't have you, you know, supporting me and, like, helping me out throughout the past few years, you know, I wouldn't have gotten the tours that I had been on. You know, I hadn't really gone on very many tours. And whenever I went on those tours with your band and everything, it was, like, you know, the best, best experience of my life. It was also, like, you know, I got to see parts of the country that never heard of us. Yeah. And whenever they first heard of us, they just fucking exploded about it. Mm. And it was just like, damn, dude, like that experience was sick because like the Sabella boys, man, like, that wreck they're like the whole tour record release tour was just literally like a big party the whole entire time. Yeah. Except for when distinguishers van would, you know, lose a trailer tire or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, they were cursed that tour, bro. They were fucking it was cursed. So bad, dude. The first day of tour was terrible. And I was like, I feel so bad for these dudes. But like Yeah. But you know what? The first day, like I talked about it on another episode. There's always the first day, like blues or hiccup, or like some band always has to have something just get like royally fucked up the first day. Like yeah. it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a tour without it, bro. Like just straight up. You know, like because I tour managed for a couple of years, so like I know it's 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 a thing. You know, yeah. Somebody rolling up on you right now? You good? Nah, my my frick, my fucking fridge always makes this sound like it's producing ice, but I don't know what it is, dude. It's just like making like weird knocking noises, and it always happens. And I look back, and I'm like, is someone coming in? But no one's coming in. It's just a frick. <laughs> I feel it, dude. I feel it. <laughs> I fucking yeah. I we live we live like our apartments upstairs, so I'm always like, yeah. Someone at my door, and it's like the neighbors downstairs slamming their door, fighting or some shit. Who yeah. fucking know, know what I mean? Well, anyways, my dude, like, okay. So real quick, let's just get the plugs out. Unity TX, like that's the band name. Yes. Uh The record's called Mad Boy, right? Yes, sir. Mad yeah. Boy. Mad Boy. It's on Pure Noise Records, digitally everywhere. I know there's CDs, and I think you guys have vinyl, right? Nah, bro. Hold on a second. Hold on. Ooh. Hold on a second. Oh, here he comes. 
where he at? Yeah, bro. You know what it is. You know what it is, bro. This is on vinyl. So there we go. It's sick, yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's 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 you right there on the cover, right? Yeah, that's me on the cover. I ain't got my braids in right now, but you know, you oh, know. look like it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's tight. Well, yeah. So, so let, let's let's you know. I know we said we weren't going to talk about Unity, but you know what? I love your fucking band. So fuck it. How did you guys come up with that name? Like, dude, like, I, and, and why did you stick with the TX? Because I know you've had people that are like, "Yo, that's stupid to to have that on there." Uh, like, I know you've, I know you've been told that. The end of it, dude. Okay, so like. Uh, my old my old homie uh one we used to we used to roll together i used to play guitar and i am so like you know whenever i play guitar and i am and Juan played in this other band called um it was called eons before us it was like a gent band and Sick. Like, i was gonna say it sounds like a fucking gent band we were all just skaters you know just yeah music like you know and Juan and I got really into like songwriting and stuff around like 2013 and like, you know, okay. just like wanting to just start a project because we were filling in for so many bands at the time. And he was like, yo, we should start just like a heavy side project. And I was like, where he's like, yeah, you should do vocals for it. I'll play guitar. And I was like, where, well, I mean, like I can write some demos and stuff. And then he was like, yo, we should name it unity. And like, brought up the Dave Chappelle, you know, like unity and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So literally our band name came from Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle literally saved my life. <laughs> I did not fucking know that. That is sick. Dude. It's that so is sick. Fucking sick. Like if anyone asks, like, what was your band name? Like, what did it come from? Whatever. It's like, bro, look, I smoke rocks and people would just be like, what the fuck does that mean? Be like, yo, look, Tyrone Biggums, blah, 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 Dave Chappelle, blah, 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 Unity TX, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. so Unity's from Dave Chappelle. The TX, I obviously just put it in there. And this was like way before like all the other bands, I feel like there was only a few bands that put TX in their name that I knew was like out there, like Ivy League TX and Phoenix TX. And I think that was- Isn't Phoenix TX not even from Texas though? Aren't they from like Arizona? Do I have to Google this? I don't, dude. I, I mean, I obviously don't fucking know. You I'm know gonna, I mean? gonna look this up, but I feel like I feel like I feel like they should be from Texas. They have to be from Texas. Yeah, they're from Houston, Texas. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I was about to get upset. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I just wanted to put the TX in there, but like, whenever we had first made it, it was like I wanted it to be unity tx with the uppercase or whatever and i think i fucked something up on facebook to where it just looked like fucking like you know uh like unity dash tx or something oh, like yeah that. so people just got stuck or accustomed to that and i was just like whatever but like i've always wanted it to just be like you know unity tx just said like that unity TX, yeah. not unity texas you know unity's cool but like all the hardcore dweebs or whatever that would get so upset about the name, like, dude, it's a fucking word. Yeah. God. And they're like, bro, some shitty metalcore band from Texas is naming themselves Unity. What an upset, like, like, you know, just like trying to talk shit, saying like we're trying to be like the next like hardcore youth crew band when it's just like, no, nah, bro. Like, I just wanted to fucking name my my project something, bro. Like, yeah, you know. 
I, I write all the music anyway, so it's just like, you know, I think it's best for it to be called Unity since it's like a blending of so many different genres anyway. Yeah. Well, and all you and everybody in the band, you all have different backgrounds and all yeah. sorts of different shit. And, you know, you got, you have, you have a couple people from like what, three or four different or like ethnic backgrounds in the band. You know what I mean? Yeah. We used to, we used to have, uh, we used to have like a whole different lineup. This is my third or fourth lineup. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen you with the current lineup because Juan was still in the band when I saw you guys last, which was at So What? Oh, well, you know, that was Alberto. Alberto's in the band. Juan, Juan, was, Juan left and started creeping Oh, back. you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about Alberto. That's who That's who I'm homies yeah. with on Twitter from your Alberto band. literally just, like, he just has been there since the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> the I feel it. Beginning first live video of the band, Alberto's on stage. He's the only person in the band who's been here as long as I have. That's tight. That's tight. It's insane because like he's like literally like listened to every almost every demo that I've like pretty much written for the band. I've just sent it to him. He's like, This is tight. This is tight. This is tight. And we have not used any of them hoes. <laughs> like there's <laughs> like yeah. a cool, like most of Mad Boy, I, I don't think I sent it to them. Like the rap songs I made in the studio. And then like Peace of Mind, like I maybe showed them that song and they were like, cool. Um, Hail Mary, I don't think I showed them that because I thought it was way too hardcore. And I didn't know if like they were like thinking that that was gonna be like me trying to sell out or whatever. So, you know, I didn't send that one, but I went to the studio with that one, you know, just dropped that one out. Um, what what other ones on there? Ruckus, Ruckus literally was written at practice by Alberto fucking up on guitar. <laughs> Dude, those songs that are the funnest, bro. That have like a fucking real ass story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like they're named after like the goofy friend of the band, or just like some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of them have something to it and like that's fuck it, fuck it, man. It's tight. That song slaps, dude. I love it, dude. The intro to that record is Dude, it, dude, I'm not even going to lie. Like, Hiram Hernandez from Arizona helped me uh, write the demo for that song. And the production that we had in the original demo was, like, insane. Like, it was, like, ungodly. It sounded like a fucking Transformer standing up and, like, punching like a skyscraper, dude. Like, it was so fucking chaotic. But, I like, like that. We had to re-record the record so we could actually uh, shop it because it was like I was very into the whole recording this with this producer, recording that with that producer, and mixing like all these things to get a mixtape. But like you know, labels don't really, you know, they can't really maximize. That's that's too hip hop for labels for like yeah. for like a hardcore. Yeah, like I know what you like. I know what you mean. Like yeah, I, I know I, I understand what you're saying. That's dude, but fuck, man. Well, you you ended up with Tom. You have a great fucking manager. Not Pure Noise. I mean, I don't really think you can you can't really argue that Pure Noise is like, dude, they're insane. top three labels in America, if not the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there might not be like they might not have all the fucking money that like Metal Blade and Fearless have, yeah. but like, yeah, but like they're a real label. They support their fucking bands. They get, I mean, dude, they they get state champ CDs and story so far on fucking Target and shit, dude. Yeah. Like, ain't ain't no other label from like our corner of the world doing stuff like that. Well, like Epitaph is, but I mean, when you're owned by the dude from Bad Religion, you're gonna get whatever the fuck you want. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Damn. Damn. I didn't even think about that. 
Yeah. Pure Noise is pretty much that fucking label. Like all most of the bands that I grew up like loving or whatever is just on the same label as me right now. I'm just Which like, is, dude, as a musician, that must be so sick, dude. <laughs> it's insane because I'm about to like start working on my solo shit. And like, you know, like I know that they are into like the whole hip hop thing for unity, but I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? Um, so I got these songs. Like I'm just, I'm, I have a camera set up and everything. Like I'm just going to get like actually good quality stuff because like during this COVID stuff, like it's hard to maximize unity shit because I need four other dudes or three other yeah. dudes. So, you know, like all I really have right now is like myself. I could still write the unity demos and everything, but like, for the most part, it's like, dude, I have like a whole ass vision with my like solo project that I've been just like working on for like the past three years. So yeah, you know, I'm sure I'm sure it could be of like some cool way to put out, you know, with like them or like you know, just like kind of maximizing it because doing it DIY, like you know, it's like it's kind of pointless. Like you're with a label, why would you like keep things out like DIY? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like different, it's a different project, different artistic vision. Like you probably, you might have different shit you want to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who fucking knows? You know, and you do a lot with your time because, like, you're also, I mean, you've been the the is it host, MC, it's, head DJ for Emo Night Texas for yeah. what, five year five years now. Uh, host MC is definitely good. Yeah. Um, I've been like, doing- like I don't want to just say you're the hype man because you are more than that, but you you yeah. are the fucking hype man. Like every time I've been out there, whether it's like for so what or business with Zemer or business with Defonts or whatever the fuck I'm in Texas for, and I go to a, a fucking email light, like you are just fucking getting it. Like you make that experience like better than the other email nights I've been to. You know what I mean? Like if I was gonna tell somebody like, oh, you haven't been to one of these yet, go to the fucking Texas one. That's yeah. what I would fucking do. You know. Yeah, it's it's been insane. I've been doing it for about three years now, and it's been it's been awesome for me because it's like extra practice to performing. I have you know six hundred to like eleven hundred people, you know, three weekends out of the month to entertain. You know, whenever shit wasn't fucked up, but like you know, it's, yeah. it's sick because like. I just played a bunch of songs that I fucking knew that I grew up listening to. I fucking mosh on stage to everyone in the crowd to mosh. You know, people will try to stage drive, but I'd be like, don't do that because these people aren't really like the type of people that want that. But, yeah. you know, it's like I try to bring not the hardcore element to it, but it's just like, you know, this is just me. This is how I move. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm going I'm to do some some weird ass fucking like kicks. I'm gonna still do my positive jump or whatever. It's just like a blending of alternative culture, but like emo night is like the perfect place to present that. You can't go to like a rap, you know, rap club and like hype it up and like be posi jumping on stage. You can't do that shit. No, exactly. Exactly. They're gonna be like, the fuck's this motherfucker doing? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, but like it's it's just like that's why it's so perfect for me. And like it's so sick that they fuck with my band too, because like I know when shit comes back, I'm gonna be like, yo, can I play in LA <laughs> and just see how like California kids react? Because last time when we played Chain Reaction, dude, like they were they were going nuts. Was that the spy tour? Yeah, dude. Yeah, fucking uh, uh what was it? Was it Sacramento? No, not Sacramento. Which one? Which one were you in? Fresno. Fresno. 
Fresno. I knew it was one of those with an O at the end. Okay. Yeah. Fresno was just insane because, okay, one, um, that brewery is fucking tight. Yeah. It's also, like, hot as dick, too. But like, Yeah, I wish they had, like, you know, an actual AC in there, but it's basically just a big-ass warehouse. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good for the element, though. Like, yeah. some, some of the live videos and stuff that uh, – uh, live photos and videos that I saw from it look insane because it's just, like, super dark except for the stage light. Yeah, I was really stuck for that show because, like, even though like no one really knew what to expect from us because they came for like fucking actual metal, like, and they were still into the whole you know hip hop element of performing. Yeah, well, Fresno is like a huge hip hop market, and it's also like you have a lot of crossover there because yeah. there's a lot of fucking juggalos that love metal. Like out there too. Like that's I'm just being real, dog. Like it's like that's a you know I do shows there, bro. I gotta know my market. You know what I mean? No, like, I, I definitely had it. Right and you know you, you know how you know how some of uh, some of us like crazy folk are. We down with the clown. You know what I mean? Like it just it happens. Yeah. You know, like I, <laughs> there was just a dude that was hanging out behind the venue that just like just really was so uninformed on everything and like me and. Maurice from Dealer, the uh, guy, the black guitarist, was trying to like tell him what he shouldn't say, and he wouldn't oh, no. understand. <laughs> it was just so bad because everyone was like terrified. They thought we were gonna murder this guy. We were just like, "Hey, man, don't say that word." And he's oh, like, Jesus! Why not? <laughs> it's just, it was so funny. But like, that's that's why I love thinking about Fresno because I'm like. It's like that one big bird motherfucker in the back of the venue just randomly shows up in between the buses and he starts talking to us and says something. And like me and Maurice both were like, <laughs> it's just so hilarious, dude. Oh, man, I miss touring so much. Oh, man. I'm sure you deal with that shit all the time, like especially with like, uh, I'm sure a lot of the time it's fucking white people that just don't know what that don't that you know th they say the wrong shit or they just don't get it you know what i mean Dude, they I mean, i'm sure it's everybody but i'm sure it's more i mean it's all good like everyone everyone like they i try to believe that they're not just bluntly trolling me oh okay all right i've had a dude like walk up to me and then like say it and i'm like yo don't say it. he's like oh i'm sorry and i'm like what are you actually sorry like why did you say it in the first place you should know yeah. like, to say it like that's just pretty much it like i don't know i feel like people try to test the waters and i'm like bro shut up and even whenever like i okay i will admit that i heard a couple people during ruckus on that spite tour say it yeah it was on it was on instagram live videos or whatever because people would be hyped for the song and everyone would be recording and then there's that one white kid in the crowd like just screaming at the top of his lungs like i in austin texas there's one bad video someone captioned it we don't say that word and this dude was trying to catch up to what i was saying he's like and just Blatantly said the N word out of everything. He was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. and I was just like, no, like, dude, he. Oh my god, dude! But like, it's it's fun and games. Like, 
it's a song for me and everyone gets fucking hyped or whatever. If I absolutely stopped it to be like, yo, every single fucking person here, shut the fuck up, get on the ground, blah, blah, blah. Like it would just be so awkward. So it's just like, hey, how about we just know, like, first off, not to say it. And if we do, to expect someone probably coming to crack you upside the jaw. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's a battlefield. Basically, Ruckus is like a minute of battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, it's insane. I love I mean, that. I get, I get, I understand like the, the, like, it's easy to be like, I'm just singing along. But yeah. like, still check yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like. I tell people to say fella, man. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I like, I, I, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Like. I, even when I was in the studio, I was talking to Randy, and he was like, hey, so, like, what? And I was like, dude, just say fella. Just say fella. Like, it's fine. Fella. <laughs> He's like, okay, fella. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is so funny. It's so funny. Because everyone's just like. Terrorize everyone. It's just like, bro, this is my form of lyricism. I used yeah. to not say it, and I felt like people didn't take me seriously because yeah. I was like, you know, like just, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like literally the acronym for Japan is just another pussy ass nigga. And it's about my father. And like people never really asked me what Japan stood for. But there would be that small group of people when I tell them, they'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. But See, I, didn't know, I fucking, I sure as fuck did not know that. Yeah. I do. I didn't use the N word in our music until the come up and like we started in 2014 the come up came out in 2018 yeah 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 so i saved everyone i saved everyone so four years of, of awkward well i don't think awkward's the right word four years of realness to be real there, there, you, go, there you go yeah yeah because like bro like once i started like writing like the come up and like mad boy and all that stuff like i started like the world started to show a lot of color to me a lot of color, dude. I wrote the come up around 2014, and that was like around like, you know, the time that the initial like big like police brutalities and everything started to happen. And then 2016 came, and then you know 2018 came, and here we are at 2020, and it's just like y'all already heard Mad Boy. I don't know what the next record is gonna be, but I'm gonna not try to be so. So you know, it's gonna be more more uh let's just say pissed uh dude it's i everything that i've written guitar wise is inverted it's not the way that you traditionally play guitar that's tight yeah so it sounds like it's all written in standard huh. yeah yeah okay. so standard chords sound mean angry sounds like you don't give a fuck about anything like literally these fair, riffs, fair. these riffs sound like fucking like like jaw to the ground like Kingman riffs, yeah. Yeah. With the freaking Jinko jeans and the chain wallet, like all yep. the way down. Like you're gonna make me have flashbacks to my childhood, bro. You gotta stop bringing up Jinko <laughs> Dude, it's just like I, I don't think that I can like really like push as much of the hip hop agenda as I want, as much as I want to push the slam beatdown element, and like that's sick. Just like just 
make everything so much more slam, but it's like got like this kind of like groove where it's like, you know, like it's, it's like, dude, it's weird. It's so weird. It's just super dark. It just sounds like you're just in the middle of like a dark room and anything could come at you. Like it's, it's all right. Funny. All right. It's, well, it's shitty, dude. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm ready to hear that shit. So, and I like, I, I've been trying to keep cool about like writing the lyrical content of it, dude, but I can't not be a dark person. No, nah, dude, look, I mean, listen, I don't care which side of the spectrum you sit on politically, and I say that to be nice to my listeners, just in case, but like the world is fucked. It don't matter like where you sit on certain issues. Like, yeah. there's still riots. There's still civil unrest. We still have a president who only caters to half his people. He don't protect all of us. If you're a Republican and you think that Trump looks out for everyone in this nation, like, you were a dumbass. You know what I mean? Like, just, just, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, of course. And we ain't even going to have that conversation. <laughs> but, like, but you know what I mean? Like, dude, and then, like, look, California's on fire. You guys are about to get hit by, what, two, two more fucking hurricanes again? You know what I mean? In Texas? Like, yeah, I heard about that. I was like, Ew. you know what I mean? Like, dude, things things are fucked up right now, bro. Like, and we got coronavirus, and then the people that don't believe in coronavirus, and the people that don't give a shit, and are like getting other people yeah. sick, dude. Like, like, twenty twenty is literally just showing everybody how fucking gross the human race is. That's what a fucking. That's what it's fucking doing. Yeah. So you're still fucking right about it, bro. Who fucking cares? Dude, somebody needs to, you know. I uh, like. I'm I, like everyone's just like I want to get back to music, and it's like no, nah, dude. Like this is like if we life. make it, if we make it to thirty twenty, if we exist that long as a planet slash civilization, like people are yeah. gonna look back on this year and like all the shit that's going on right now as like the hopefully a pivotal a pivotal time, you know what yeah. I mean? Because the people that don't want all the gross human bullshit are are finally saying enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, fucking, I feel it. Well, anyways, dude, like, let's go back. Let's go, let's go, like, how <laughs> did you, like, did you grow up in hardcore? Did you grow up in hip-hop? Were you, like, you know, how, how does it work? How did, how did it break down? Like, how did you get to be who you are today? Uh, I mean, I basically, like, I grew up not really in anything but hip hop because like my brothers were like rappers and my uncle was a rapper whenever I was growing up and stuff. They tried to get me to rap, but I couldn't like quite like hold my, uh, you know, like I would try to rhyme, but I didn't know very many words. You know? Oh, okay. Okay. But I tried playing like piano and stuff and like, you know, producing a little bit, but I didn't know how anything worked when I was a kid, but I just kind of came up on my own. Like I discovered Lincoln Park and System of a Down, Sum 41 and all that stuff in like 2000, 2001. And, right. you know, I was born in 91. So I was like, you know, nine, 10, you know, very impressionable age for it. And yeah. not to mention, I was fucking watching Raw and SmackDown. So I discovered fucking Limp Biscuit from fucking Undertaker. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, it just like it kept going from there, you know, like and then I had MTV. So I got to watch music videos. So I saw fucking, you know, Sonny from P.O.D., you know, in an interview on MTV. And then they showed the music video for like either Youth of the Nation or Alive. But like, you know, it's just like I grew up 
watching the MTV era of things because I didn't have anyone to show me anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I get it. And that's why, like, my, like, presentation and, like, music with Unity sounds so, like, distinct. Like, it could be on, like, MTV or something like that. You're the fucking, you're the living walking, breathing, talking embodiment of the family value store, bro. That's what you are. <laughs> like, straight up, dude. Yeah. Like family value store ripoff, like Unity ripoff, bro. Just do it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about doing, like, a little, like, thing called, like, Rockfest or something like that, where I just had, like, all of my homies on it and stuff, and, like, people who I have collab songs with can, like, come out and, like, we just, like, have, like, this crazy-ass big, like, session, like, not, like, a cypher, but, like, switch out instruments and like there's a dj that plays the rap shit whatever it's almost like a fucking medley but it's like with yeah. everybody switching out it should be hard but like it'd be hard yeah that'd be, be sick though it'd be fucking i'd be i'd be about that dude i just wish that you know life wasn't like this <laughs> brother i i feel it dude like it's man so dude is to maximize Oh man. And everybody watching just to make this crystal clear. Yes, I don't want to make it weird. I just called him brother, but I call everybody that because I was raised in the wrestling world and you call everybody that. It don't matter. So, so don't make it fucking weird anybody that watches this. I don't want none of that nonsense, okay? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Oh, I don't even know if we should talk about that. Oh, <laughs> no, there's way too many funny Hulk Hogan <laughs> stories that just involve with just literally the Booker T Hulk Hogan thing right oh my there. God, dude. <laughs> he says, Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you. Like, like, dude, when I, I remember being a kid seeing that, like, that was my first real exposure to, to like that word. Like, I lived, a pretty, I lived, I was like really sheltered as a kid. Like, I don't know if you know that about me. So, like, I heard that and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was it was just fucking golden. It was golden, and like, you know, he's still here. He's still affiliated with WWE, so you know, like uh, somehow, yeah. The Spinner Rooney is pretty iconic. I don't think you can. Get oh, it. oh, you mean Booker T? I thought you were talking about Hulk still. No, yeah, Book is still around, dude. Yeah. I love, I love Booker T. Oh, Hulk Hogan. I'm not. I'm not. I I don't look at Hulk Hogan nowadays. Yeah, that's that's why I was like, I don't want to bring that. I don't want to talk about him. But you meant you meant Booker. Booker's fine, dude. I love dude, that guy. Five Booker, times, baby. Dude, literally, Booker T was like the epitome of like hype for like thirteen year old me sitting there with my homies or whatever, our sleepovers, watching SmackDown, him spinning Rooney's in the living room, like, like five times trying to get the best spinner Rooney, dude. Shit was so tight. Dude, I love it. That's when it was good, man. That wasn't like, you know, the product's still good in a different way, like nowadays. But like back then, man, that shit was was fucking wild, dude. I feel like nowadays it's more superstars instead of like, you know, people like, like I don't see very much blood in WWE nowadays. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, there's just, it's just not wild. Like it's all like, I'm a superstar. I'm, I'm this character and it's all about the character. It's not like Mick Foley. I am sorry. Like, he cannot talk that well. And like, he ain't a character. He's just a crazy ass motherfucker. And that's why everybody loved him. And like, that's what people don't get. You know, like some people like Stone Cold, boom, he had the attitude, right? In recent years, like I know some people think she's overhyped, but like, I loved Becky Lynch when she did the whole, like, I'm the man thing. Like yeah. that fucking badass attitude. Yeah. Killed. 
Sasha Banks right now. Like, dude, her and Bailey. Like, I literally like. I remember a couple months ago, I called it. I was like, Yo, okay, Bailey SmackDown champ. It's gonna be sick if they get the titles back, and then Sasha gets the raw, and they just run the shop. And dude, they're fucking doing it, and just sit. Dude, Sasha with the whole like I'm the boss, those fucking fits she's been wearing lately. Yeah. Dude, she's like, just that's what I want, dude. Like that's yeah. that's like the remnant of what we all fell in love with in the attitude era. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, yeah John Cena's tight and like he brings he puts the butts in the seats. And like, hey, I mean, he can cut a good promo. When he lets loose a yeah. little bit, he cuts a great promo. You know, but it's like, okay, that's cool. That's that's some wrestling fans, but then it's like, give me more of the fucking attitude. Like right now they're doing like asshole Randy Orton. I love Ra- asshole Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like when he's just like, like he, he, him and the Miz are the heel of heels in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe KO, but like I prefer KO's babyface because yeah. I just love KO. You know, like I, you know what I mean? Like, but. Yeah. And then you got AEW going on, and they're fucking killing it, and they're doing the blood and the unprotected dude. I'll never forget that. Like, what was it? Like the fourth episode, and Sean Spears comes out and hits Cody with that chair, and Cody doesn't block it, and just like instant blood. Like, just I was like, oh. I like rewatched that shit like three times. I showed my girlfriend. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is like the '90s, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, like, I. I- I definitely like just like it's weird how much I have not watched wrestling for like the past like 10 years as of like, you know, until like a couple years ago. And it's like, dude, whenever I last watched it, it was like Hardy Boys are making their way out. And I think it was like people like fucking Sheldon Benjamin, Charlie Haas with Kurt Angle, like, you know, just doing like that. And then like I came back and I was just like, what is all of this? And you know, Shane McMahon is still going hard. Yeah. And I haven't gotten a chance to, like, catch up on AEW, but, like, I have friends out here who wrestle, too. And it's, like, they're, like, talking about how they have people that are getting into that shit. So that's what I'm ready for. I'm ready for one of my friends to make it big time so I can be, like, yo, that's my motherfucking G. And, like, some of them have actually asked me to write some shit for them. So I'm, like. Do it, dude. Dude. Yeah, I got a. I got I got a boy fucking uh do you know who Zicky Dice is? Does that name ring a bell to you? What was it? Zicky Dice. <sighs> Sounds familiar, but he uh... sings so he sings for Heart to Heart, that pop punk band that used to be on Pure Noise. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, the NWA still exists, the national the yeah. National Wrestling Alliance, like the OG like that's where Ric Flair got started. Oh shit. So they still exist and Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkin actually owns it. I know, weird, but that that fool loves wrestling, it, dude. Just Google Billy Corgan wrestling, and like that dude's a fucking mark, bro. Like it's insane. That's like, how I think it is. Yeah, and so, but my 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 friend Nick, uh, he you know he wrestles under the name Zicky Dice, and he's like the total like hot pink fanny pack, has the bleached mullet, wears like the insane Bret Hart looking like sunglasses. <laughs> he's just like he's just like your eighties old school like just heal like he he's so obnoxious you love him and like he's their television champ right now and like when i found out that they're that like he he was like getting the belt and getting a shot i was like that's my fucking dude yeah i I, I love seeing my people come up especially in like wrestling worlds and stuff too because it's like i know your ass put in work for that oh dude like people think being a musician's hard. No, nah, man, trying to make it in wrestling is hard. That's like, no thanks, dude. Uh, dude. Yeah, 
I if I if I give up on music, I'm I'm probably just gonna try to be a wrestler. Dude, there you go, bro. There you go. I would love to be like a fucking manager. You know what I mean? Just get like super ripped and do nothing but freaking slam people on the mat and front flip on them. There you go, dude. See, I don't even want to do that. Just give me like a nice suit and cut the sleeves off it and just let me yell at people like a manager. You know what I mean? Like KO. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Dude, I love watching KO, but I hate seeing his face whenever like he gets upset because he's just like (laughs) Yeah, he's so animated, dude. He's so animated. Dude. Shit's insane, dude. Shit is insane. Well, who's uh, well? You know, we're on the subject. Who? Okay, who is your who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler, and who do you think the best of all time is? Oh fuck, man! Oh shit! Okay, my favorite wrestler. I'm I'm probably like I'm legit gonna have to go with Jeff Hardy, dude. All right, all right. I'm fucking yep. with that, dude. Like Jeff Hardy, just like he. I am an. Like, I'm a person who aspires to be, like, a very superstar aerial ninja type, you know, performer. And he executed every bit of that in the 2000s. Like, you know. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I'm. I know. Even watching Ricochet nowadays, I'm like, bro, this dude's crazy. Like, I. And and then Vince does not know what to fucking do with him, man. Like. He just keeps putting him in events to get his ass whooped. Yeah, and it's uh, and I, I mean, maybe it's because he won't do some of the crazy like through tables, through ladders stuff. You know what I mean? Because like Jeff Hardy would be like, "Oh yeah, you can you can hit me with a truck. I don't fucking care." You know what I mean? Like yeah. that fool is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I watch. I went to Royal Rumble and I I like watch Ricochet come in, and it was pretty cool like seeing him in person and see what he can do. But like, I know what you mean about Vince doesn't know what to do with him because he's never stood out. I've only yeah. just seen him live. There's no like, no like press or he doesn't have any partnerships that I've seen or anything, yeah. which would fucking be cool to maximize if you knew how to do it. But it's, you know, it's just unfortunately just another light skin dude wrestling. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it's like stupid that like you know like uh, I don't know if you saw that. I mean, I mean, we all know CM Punk. You know, like yeah. he would always say like, "Yo, like let's bring more exposure to the sport." Like he wanted to do like sponsors on his on his shorts when he fought. You know, and yeah. then like Vince told him no like repeatedly, and like Triple H told him to drop it and never bring it up. You know yeah. what I mean? And then, lo and fucking behold, fucking Brock Lesnar comes in and di- and has it going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking Jimmy Johns and shit. Yeah, which fucking I love me some Jimmy Johns. I can't can't really hate about that. So I've been thinking too much about it, but like if they had chicken, I'd be there. But <sighs> I feel it. I feel it. Yo, you know, next time you're when when touring starts back up, whether it's twenty one or twenty two, and next time you guys are in the bay, make sure you hit me up. I'm sure I'll be there. But if I'm not, there's a place called Ike's I K E apostrophe S Love and Sandwiches. They put the craziest shit in sandwiches, dog. You can get like mozzarella sticks instead of cheese. You can get a jalapeno poppers in your sandwiches, dude. It is. I took Defonce there when he when he was out here visiting for like a festival like two years ago, and he was like, he was like, yo, this fucking place, dude. It's insane. It's like. <laughs> Literally, Defonce anytime. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. That's pretty much basically exactly what he did. So, 
it's, it's just amazing, like how much places or how many places can do crazy shit like that. Because I don't think anyone would want to eat there more than once a month. Like jalapeno poppers in my sandwich doesn't really sound like I want that twice a week. Well, well dude, this place has like literally a hundred menu options. Yeah. Like, and they do, they have full vegan sandwiches. They have veggie sandwiches. Like, dude, they do, they, it's fucking insane, bro. Like, and it's such a Bay Area staple that, like, the Sharks players, Warriors players, and, like, Giants players, and I think a couple A's players, and I think there's even a, a Colin Kaepernick sandwich as well. Like, they all have come in and, like, named sandwiches there. And that's, yeah. they're, they're like, they're like, you know, Matt Cain was like the best Giants picture, Giants pitcher for like seven years. And yeah. he has a fucking sandwich there. You just go and say, yo, I want a Matt Cain. Boom. You know, they have a Colin Kaepernick now. They have a couple Sharks ones for sure. Obviously, you know, I'm a hockey nut. So like, yeah. um, and then it's, uh, Steph Curry just got his own sandwich there and shit. It's tight. That. It's fucking tight, dude. Like, like I'll I'll take you guys there next time you're you're, you're out here whenever the fuck that may be, but yeah, <laughs> but well fucking a man well like so like we've just been shooting the shit that's why I love this show bro like it's just yeah. you know what I mean it don't got to be nothing like rigid or standard or or whatever you know what I mean but like that's so tight so like you know like you guys, I know you personally. It's like, I know you struggled a lot finding your place in like the scene. Like you played, you opened up all the big, the big regional shows for a long time. And like, you finally got the attention of, of Tom. I don't know how that happened. And I'm not going to ask because that might be a little too much. What? Was it just another regional show? Oh, sick. There you go. So you guys, <laughs> did you guys open for stray and he saw you guys or what? Yeah. Yeah. It was a stray silent planet tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Tight. So we'll, so like, you know, you guys put in the fucking work and like, I don't, I, I hope I'm not sounding rude, but like you guys were ignored by a lot of people. Oh, I know yeah. that. And I think you can say oh, that. Yeah. Like, like what, you know, like say somebody's watching this and they are like, Unity is like their, their top band and like they're trying to make it in the, in this, this fucking lovely steaming hot pile of poop we call the music industry right now. You know what I mean? Like what is like, what what's your what's your one piece of advice or like your biggest like thought you can give to like somebody trying to make it make sure that you know that what you want to present is truly what represents you instead of what you want people to relate to because if you put yourself out there and people say fuck it then you know like if they don't fuck with you like your shit or whatever that you put out like it's it's just not gonna work uh with me obviously i've been doing this shit ever since 2014 so it's like you know mad boy was just like me putting myself out there but adding more elements because i had just been expanding my musical writing shit so i was like you know yeah. i'm just going to make these instrumentals of different sounds and then spit bars over them so i still put myself out there but yeah. it was like I made instrumentals that I like and instrumentals that worked into the niche. Now, if it was up to me, some of the songs would have just been straight rap beats with like fucking guitars, but I don't want to yeah. do that. That's, uh, there's so many people doing that right now. And it's like, you know, how will anyone ever stand out? You know? Yeah. No, dude, like, you know, you, like I said, man, like not to like, 
I know you're on the show and like you're my boy, but like you've created such like a unique thing. Like sometimes, like I forget what song. There's one song on the record that like sometimes I skip it just because like what you're trying to do is so different. It's hard for me to get it. You know, and I don't mean that in like a bad way, but that's a, that's a good thing. You want somebody to say that shit about you. You know what I mean? Like, yo, this shit is so fucking out there. Like, if people are like, I want something unique to listen to, like, yeah. immediately, they're like, yo, like, I like heavy music, but I kind of like hip-hop. I'm a, like, I'm literally, and I'm not just saying this because you're right in front of me right now. I'm always like, yo, check out this band. Like, it's, this will fucking blow your fucking mind, you know? Like, if you like the Warriors, and if you like fucking Eminem, what, boom, you'll like Unity. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, you know that? Fuck, dude. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's insane, like how how much I've like crafted out of this and like completely made different chunks. It's like this this sound on this record is not a specific sound to be real. It's a bunch of different sounds, and the only thing that actually meshes it together is my vocals. Like, think about it. Like, no, no. I mean, I you're I you're not wrong, dude. Yeah, like I have the instrumentals to all these songs, and it's like, yes, they rip, but like anyone could easily scream on them. I just like to push the uh, the challenge in the hip hop agenda by spitting bars over whatever, you know. Yeah. And as long as yeah, it, it meshes, yeah, you, you, the word I would use is flow. Like your flow, your yeah. lyrical flow over the tracks is like, dude, it's just like ain't nobody else gonna be able to fucking do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what I like to uh, like really like get out of it because it's like. I, I've never really gotten off of, you know, got off on ha having like long, like, rawr, rawr, yeah. rawr, rawr. Like, you know, that stuff is mm -hmm. so boring to me. It's like, if I got a bar or whatever that I'm going to spit, I'm going to spit it and it's going to sound dirty, especially if I do it live because it's like, all right, cool. I can either not go so hard and just kind of like spit it softly and people still go nuts for it. But the thing is, Everyone can spit with me rather than just all scream like ah, like I hate yeah you. yeah dude and there's still some people nowadays still thinking that I'm screaming whenever I rap I'm like it it's not it's not like I'm not screaming I'm I'm probably talking like this and yeah. like it's just over some aggressive like extreme ass music and like. It's yeah. just crazy how people can just overlook that. I'm like, bro, why wouldn't you like something like this? You can understand it. This is what people say that, like, you know, people the problem say, with metal is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, literally. And this is something they can understand. And like, metal kids are just like, I don't like this. And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, this isn't for you. This is kind of like just for me. Like, this is like my hybrid theory. Yeah, well, and, like, I tell people, like, being musicians, like, you know, like, I have a lot of bands that hit me up that, like, hey, like, we just want to, we want to, we want to get big off playing music. And I'm like, well, are you writing music to make money or are you writing music for yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Most of the, mo actually, I think all the artists I work with now would all answer, like, we're writing the music we want to write and we're glad that people dig it. And that's the attitude you should have because in the long run, you're going to get further because, like, you know, like I'm not gonna talk shit on any any bands. 
because I don't like, I, I end up doing that too much on my show, but like, there's a lot of bigger bands that like they were sick and then they wrote the, the record that made them money. And now what the fuck are they doing? They're fucking trapped yeah. playing to fucking 20 people. You know what I mean? Dude. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I'm honestly like super nervous about this next record because it's like, I still have my distinct sound that I want this record to be like and everything, but everyone has caught on to like a lot of the formula that I've like had with like my songwriting. So like there's so many bands out here spitting bars on their like, you know, gent tracks on their like fucking post hardcore tracks on, you know, shit like that. And it's just, I, my, my thing that makes me stand out is just the fact that like, a lot of this shit that I talk about is just like, it's heavy stuff that I've like dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, what are most of these other bands talking about? You know, what are these guys same, doing? The same bullshit as everybody else. Yeah. Or just talking shit about other bands or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. nah, bro. Like, you know, like you gotta, you gotta like write about like document or basically if you don't have like a therapist, you have to like basically, you know, unravel yourself to the beat, you know, in order for it to like make sense, yeah. you know, like you, you can't really get very much help whenever you're a musician because like you have to spend all your time investing into like creating and stuff. So you have to, yeah. nurture it. you have to nurture your sound, nurture, you know, your, your mind and your vocals and everything to the point to where it works perfectly for you. And I feel like a lot of people try to rush it too much or they try to, you know, basically, you know, be so overpowered without even knowing how powerful they can be. Like, yeah. I know I could do deathcore vocals. Do I want to? No. No. You know, it's just like, yeah. what's the point? You know, I, no, I'm, fucking, I'm with it, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I'm a shower, not a, or I'm a, I'm growing, not a shower, but like, you know, like, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. basically that. It's like, look, all right. I'm not gonna scream and do deathcore vocals and rap bars like fucking Franz. I'm not gonna do yeah. that. No, because that's just just like, why would you ever want to do that? That just seems painful, dude. Like you know, yeah. having a scene. I, 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 I know him, and I still don't know how he does it. Every time I watch him do it, I'm like, you're fucking insane, and probably not in a good way. Yeah, like there's this dude from Dallas who does it honestly probably better, and his name is Hunted Dinosaur. And oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah, dude. Kid's insane. I've known him for years. He used to drum for like this heavy, like crazy deathcore slam band named Osage Hills, and then he just pulled out Hunted Dinosaur out of his ass. And like, I'm listening to his "Look at Me Now" cover, and he's just like, he's doing Chris Buster rhymes like all their parts or whatever, like just like fluidly. And I'm like, this is insane. I can never amount. I don't want him out. That's crazy. And Buster Rhymes, a lot of people write him off, but that fool is talented. So I who would? He's so good. He's just, you know, I think I think it's one of those like, oh, he fell off. Like, what's he done recently? Who cares? You go listen to everything he put out in like the nineties and the early two thousands. Yeah, that that fool was like lyrically and just his like the amount of words he's able to say a minute. It's insane. Yeah, him like Twista, like literally. like people from like Bone Thugs and Harmony, they they were even like, you know, super quick with it. And it's just like they're still trying nowadays, but nobody really cares that they're around. You know, they've already yeah. made their impact. They're just trying to last. 
you know, so nobody needs to be trashing on Busta Rhymes because his music videos were fucking crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm with it. Yeah, and like, like what you were saying about unity, like, I mean, there's like different vocal styles are are either becoming more prominent or coming, it's coming full circle a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the bands that I would say that are the most different that I love right now, like are obviously you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what fucking Peter and the fucking Kanashi boys are doing. I fucking yeah. God, I love that fucking shit, dude. dude. And really? then. And then before I, well, you were still a band, but I, I don't know. I I don't know how long Ko's been a band. I wish I knew those guys better. Um, but I want to say around since like 2013. Oh, okay, okay. Well, dude, I loved. So like, I'm I am a sucker for breakdowns. I don't know if you know that about me. Like, yeah. the cheesier, the better. So like, by default, there was like that moment of time where Gent came out, and then like the Gent kids got heavy. Yeah. I love all like. The give me the cornball gent breakdowns, Jay. Over, like, yeah. I will just, I, I eat that shit up, dude. So, like, villains, and then, like, you know, they became youth yeah. forever and had to change their name. Yo, yeah. that band, like, the the way he sang and just all that shit, dude, I loved that band. And, like, yeah. every, a lot of people in California were like, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we fuck with Sworn In, but we don't fuck with that, like, that other stuff, that villain yeah. stuff. That's not our thing. And I'm like, hey, what? Dude. That shit was chaotic. It was. Dude, it was like, I was like, what is going on, man? Like, I love it, dude. I love it. So, like, yeah, man. But, like, I love this new, like, way of merge. You know, like, Chaos Kanashi's like a fucking, like, an emo, like, heavy metalcore band. Like, I, there ain't no other way to say it. You know what I mean? Like, I've honestly, like, I think I want this next record to be more emo based than, like, I guess, like, so much of, like, I guess the hardcore. Or whatever, like I still want it to be metal, but I almost like want this to have like a from first to last heroin vibe to it as well. Ooh, okay. Because like I grew up on stuff like that, and it's like it's not fair to my music taste if I don't include like no. uh hardcore, you well, know. Dude, you're you're writing music for you, like we just said. Like yeah. you know, like fuck it, man. Who fucking cares? And dude, I mean honestly, like let's be hundred percent real. The crossover, it's there. Like how many fucking people from the hardcore scene do we know that fucking Jock Post Malone? Myself included. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, he had fucking Ozzy on a track. That is who the fuck no one's done that, you know? Not yeah. since what Eminem had fucking Elton John on a song. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that, that that's been what, twenty fucking years? Yeah, that gives a- too. What? And that kid's from Dallas. Posty? Yeah, he used to hang out at the door, like the venue that uh, we all like, basically. Yeah. yeah, he used to be one of those kids. That's insane. I did not know that. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Like, my, my, my girl, she's like, she loves him. She, like, found out about him whenever he first started doing, like, his, like, Post Malone shit and, like, went to go see him before he blew up. And it's like, you know, just look at where he is now. Yeah. I didn't know he was from Dallas. That's fucking tight. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Apparently he claims New York, but like he was he was from like a place out here. I think it's like South Lake. No, it wasn't South Lake. It's something like that. But it's like one of those like kind of like uppity suburbs. Yeah, but then he moved to New York and became post Malone. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. how it goes. Oh <laughs> no. He ain't fooling nobody though. Like yeah. But dude, yeah, I mean, dude, it's there, bro. And like, from who, who, you know, anybody that's from our neck of the woods and wants to say like, oh, I didn't like heroin, but from first to last, you can get the fuck out, dude. Just like get the fuck, like, stop acting hard. You know, like all these kids that caught on suicide silence now, like, yeah. were the same kids that like when the EP came out, they were like, this is the most insane thing I've ever heard. 
dude, I, I don't think there's a single band that I would like disown up until this point. Like, even I see stars, bro. I still like the fucking first EP they put out. That EP was probably one of the most hardest EPs in post hardcore I had heard at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, like, at what point do you feel like you're too old and too cool for a certain type of music, bro? Like, literally everything is there. I still love the Thy Artist Murder Infinite Death EP. Yeah. Like, you know, like that shit will never go away. You know, like, see you next yeah. One of, the, one of the most common albums I fucking listen to is fucking Bloodlust by Through the Eyes of the Dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like their first record. It's not yeah. the first EP, but the first record. You know, yeah. with like, what is it, Two Inches from a Main Artery? That fucking sick ass. Like, dude, I love that shit. And so many people, like, when they bring when you bring that band up, they're like past it. Or it's like, yeah. I'm, a su- I'm a sucker. Like, when people tell me that, like, oh, I love the Red Chord, and I'm like, oh, it's your favorite album, Clients? All right, you can get the fuck out of here and not talk to me. <laughs> like, Clients is a good record, but Fused Together and Evolving Doors, like, that album, yeah, like, that, like, in my opinion, like, Deathcore and, like, modern Deathcore was shaped by the Red Chord Animosity. That's it. That's it. Like, I mean, I can't. honestly doubt it. I used you to know what I mean? That band, like, the Red Chord, I used to listen to them, like, Literally, it was nothing. It was like 2008, and I would listen to them and the Acacia String. Like it was nothing. Didn't even realize what the fuck was actually happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Twelve years later, here we are, and I'm like, shit. I was in the heavy shit before I got into soft shit. Yeah. Like I found, I found the Acacia String before I found Sleeping with Sirens. I've okay. listened to Sleeping with Sirens and Oceano at the same time because I found them together in like 2009, 2010. And it's like crazy because it's just like, bro, like there was some fucking slappers in music in early days. Still were. Even all the unknown bands, the pure volume bands, I still fucking pay homage to all of them because like, bro, like rest in peace. That fucking website, I don't even think it's up anymore. It might, I think it still is, but I don't know if it still works. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm I'm a sucker. Like when people are like, "Oh, what are you jamming these days?" Dude, I still listen to the same goddamn old metal choir. But listen, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. talk about band, like paying homage to bands, dude. So I will say, like, the probably like my opinion, they were huge for a couple of years, and then like now, I feel like nobody ever talks about is the fucking Bled, dude. Like, past the flask, that record. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. You put it next to anything. And it fucking holds up. It'll stand the test of time, dude. Like, I never really, I never really gave him very much of a, uh, gave him very much of a chance. It was like a lot of bands that I saw, like a lot of the the named bands, whatever. I felt like were like so much bigger than they actually were. But yeah, I mean that's probably the whole the factor, dude. Yeah. I want to want to start a band and name it the something and see how big it gets because I feel like that's just like the thing. Like yeah. well, it's almost like a statement band, like like the whatever, or like yeah. like an I am being like I am, like you. It also stands out in your head, and you're like, oh yeah, I am. Like that yeah. band's fucking sick. I mean, yeah. they are fucking sick. Like yeah. I, I fucking that fucking band. It's like one of the only bands in the last like couple of years that's made me want to fucking punch somebody in the face. Like, yeah, it's crazy to see how much uh, that band has grown ever since like we had like graduated high school. And that's like, sad. I, that's sad. I didn't realize that you were like 
I knew you were boys with them, but I didn't know you, you were like that close with them. That's so sick, dude. Yeah. Me and the vocalist, we went to high school together. Uh, we used to skate a lot and everything. Sick. And basically the original lineup of the band, um, we were all just like fucking skate rats. And we were just like, we like fucking the Dead Wars Prada and like Suicide Silence and like bands like that. And like they started the band, but like I said, I wanted to play, but I didn't have the gear. So I didn't play like initially. And then I joined like in 2011, like after they had did whatever they had did, and like we were we were on our our way. And then I was like, you know, writing some shit, and I was like, I want to get into Unity, you know, like just kind of dive into that project and make something of my own, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm glad that Andrew like kept pushing it, and kept getting people, like you know, like I got a couple people in that band, and then they like you know exited shortly after I left and stuff, and they just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And I was just like, holy fuck. And now they're on E1, just finished probably their newest record, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, dude, it's like, it's insane to see what we can do with our lives in like 10 years. Yeah. Yep. Graduate high school and you just. That's it. That for me, that was a long time ago, my friends. <laughs> dude, but... fucking what 10 years for me now is still a long time ago yeah yeah i'm at i graduated in 2004 i'll just leave it at that oh i mean that's not bad you graduated like the perfect time like literally you had meteora in your what junior year yeah i mean hybrid theory is still their best record but yes you're right yeah. you I, I fucking like i want to say that publicly so bad but everyone will just fucking rip me they will rip me dude. hybrid theory is better better than Meteora. Like every day of the fucking yeah. week. If you don't like it, unfollow, unfriend, unsubscribe. <laughs> I don't fucking care. It's the introduction. What what's a better thing than the introduction to the whole way that everything changed? And like Meteora is cool, it's well produced and everything, but hybrid theory was so much more like authentic sounding. It was more yeah. post well, well, Meteora is like one of the best. Like, hard like, rock, like, like, yeah, like, whatever, like that, because like there was a new wave of hard rock after Meteora. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like POD stayed POD. You know the new metal bands, they all stayed new metal. Yeah. Or got weirder, like System of a Down. They got weirder after Toxicity. Not <laughs> like a, not in like a bad way, but they their music just got a little more experimental. You know what I mean? Yeah. They fucking went crazy dude like that band is insane i need to listen to system of a down like for the next three months every day like dude fucking question that song is yeah. insane like dude they're so fucked of a band i don't even fucking pay so like i don't pay enough respect to system of a down but they oh, were yeah. the first couple of bands like it was lincoln park and System of a Down, the two bands that I had to listen to that put me onto this. And it's just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. System yeah. of a Down. For me, it was fucking Limp Biscuit, dude. Oh, dude. I wish I wish I could have like just really stuck with Limp Biscuit back then. But it was like the only thing I really had was like Roland because that was like Undertaker's intro. I didn't have like LimeWire or anything like that. Ah, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't download this shit, but like Lincoln Park, those CDs and System of a Down, I borrowed those from friends, and like, you know, like it was cool because I got to listen to them a lot. And yeah. 
didn't have to worry about loading a web page or fucking the internet. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah I, I was lucky in high school. Like I was like, I was definitely a weird kid, but like I had a couple, like when I was a, uh, a freshman, I had a couple of people that were juniors kind of like took me under their wing. And yeah. so like, a couple of them, like they had, they had a really diverse group of friends. Where like a couple of them were like, "Yo, like here's here's like techno and EDM music." So like I listened to like KMFDM. That's yeah. how I found out who Nine Inch Nails is, which that's my favorite band of all time. Most people don't know that about Ooh. me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that, top five for me. Oh yeah, like so like Nine Inch Nails, KMFDM. But then like you know, like I used to go to my friends' houses and we'd have land parties and we'd do the projector with like the fucking just crazy like glass cat. Glass castles? Am I saying that? Crystal castles. Crystal castles. Yeah. Yeah, and like crystal method, like stuff like that would just be on with like yeah. the crazy light show going on, and we're all sitting there fucking having a land party. Like I used to do stuff like that, you know. So I had friends that they were like, like I had some new metal friends, I had some goth friends, I had, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I had, I had a few people from each sector, each corner of the world. So I was exposed to all of it, like at once. Like I listened yeah. to like the most extreme band I listened to going into high school was fucking The Offspring, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, like, all of a sudden, it was like, here's Poison the Well, here's the Nerve Agents. Like, you know, and then it was just like, from there, it was just like, you know, I got into fucking Slipknot, Nine Inch Nails, System of a Down, Limp Biscuit, And then, like, towards the end of high school, like, I didn't really get into, like, metalcore until, like, 2003, 2004, you know? Yeah. So, like, and that was when it was, like, As I Dying, Through the Eyes of the Dead, The Bled, From Autumn to Ashes, uh, Evergreen Terrace, Every Time I Die, A Cake Strand. Like, I found all those bands, like, at once, and I was like, this is so sick, dude. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, my favorite metalcore band of all time is Bleeding Through. You know what I mean? Like, they don't get enough credit, but... Dude, that band's sick. Yeah, but... I like, I, I grew up on a lot of, like, <clears throat> like MTV shit, but okay. I didn't fully get into the new metal shit until, like, 2014, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I listened to um, Trust Company a lot. Oh, okay. Um, This band called Forlin. They're from Germany. Um, Candiria. Um, yeah, Candiria is fucking a ripper. Candiria is like the father band for my band, I feel. Um, and like, you know, it's just so many of those like weird, like, you know, hip hop influenced bands, like fucking Chronic Future, dude. Like, nobody talks about Chronic Future. I haven't heard that name and wow. Dude, I still listen to Chronic Future like at least three times a month. Lines in My Face, that record is incredible. Like, there's there's no denying it because every song has like its own different like vibe and like they're so good. Some songs sound like indie songs. Some songs have like this like hard rock sound to it, and then there's this like straight hip hop kind of like you know jazzy kind of like feel like those bands honestly like open the door for a lot of people, but no one talks about them. Maybe that's why everyone's music sucks because they don't listen to experimental artists. That well, that and everyone's too afraid. Like they want to be pigeonholed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so many bands that are considered hardcore bands right now that I would not call hardcore bands. They're like metal. They're like heavy metalcore bands. But like, yeah. I mean, you, you've been around long enough. You know that up until like five years ago, metalcore was a dirty word. Yeah, it was a it was an insult. Yeah, it was like you were either in a deathcore band or a hardcore band. But if you were in the middle, you were just a giant bitch. No. You know what I mean? Jet that, was bigger than metalcore. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is which is hilarious because now "gent" is like the dirty word. I feel like, but that's not the point. Um, 
you know what I mean? And it's like, and now all these kids are like, dude, I fucking love metalcore, metalcore because of like Knock Loose and fucking yeah. Code Orange and all these bands. And it's like, especially me, like I've been a promoter for fucking 15 years now. And so yeah. I've literally seen these kids like go through the whole cycle of saying like, no, nah, fuck that. Like there was a while where like people were like, yo, dude, like I come to your shows, but you only book metalcore bands. I'm like, that's not what I'm into right now. And I, literally I've like had people, you know, seven, eight years ago that told me that. And now they're like at my shows because I'm booking metalcore bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't get people. I don't get uh, people at all. I mean, I get the social aspect of the like, what's cool aspect, but it's like, like, I wish it would be stripped down. Like, I wish, like, the classifications didn't matter as much because it's fucking whack, dude. It's just the whole, like, front that people have to put on. Like, you have to have a different face to be at a metalcore show, and a lot yeah. of people can't bear that. Nah, you know? dude. I fucking hate that shit, dude. Like, dude, I'll, I'll never forget, like, a couple... Like, last summer we had a show. It was hot as fuck, dude. And I showed up at a show, and I was wearing all black. I had Dickie shorts on. And I, I had a fucking sleeveless, probably not. I think I had a sleeveless on his nail shirt on, and I tied a black bandana around my head, but like the normal way, not like the just the Jamie Jostle way. You yeah. know what I mean? And like everybody was like, What's up with your outfit? I'm like, What? I'm like, You, A, why do you care? <laughs> right. B, this is how I dressed all through high school. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Oh, sorry. The bandana thing's weird. Like, like I'm not trying to be a biker. Don't worry. You know what I mean? Like, it was. It's just so. And I'm like, who fucking cares? Like, I'm sitting here in the same room as you, watching the same bands as you, and you're worried about what, how I'm fucking dressed. All right, cool. Whatever. Live your life the way you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit, it's just fucking weak, man. But all right, we are at an hour and fucking sixteen minutes, bro. We have been <laughs> vibing. I love it. I love it. I have. One thing I want to talk about, and then I want to like do my wrap up questions because like I'm not trying to go forever. You know what I mean? You good? All right, all right. The last thing I want to talk about, just real quick, is I know you should have doing something really cool that I'm a fan of. So I want to give you like the floor to talk about it for a few minutes. You're like making beats live on Twitch, right? Because I know you yeah. stream video games, uh, yeah. but you're making beats now too, right? Yes, sir. Uh, I've been trying to do like more like writing sessions on Twitch so people can like check it out it honestly kind of sucks right now though because like i'm in the middle of like working a lot and it's like i just want to write dude like i just want to write but i can't like quite come up with like on the spot ideas like i usually do because i'm so oh. consumed in different things so like i'm on twitch i'm sitting here like i'm like making stuff and i'm like damn this riff is tight and i start writing it and i'm like i'm gonna scratch it i'm gonna go somewhere else and just like keep writing keep writing keep writing and people will pop up on my twitch they're like that sounds tight and i'm like Sick, cool, because that's what I need, dude. I need people to be there to chill and vibe with the music that they're yeah. like writing. Because if I don't have that, like, I'm just gonna be lost. I'm just gonna be sitting here, <laughs> music yeah, hours and being like, well, well, dude, a little bit of encouragement goes such a long way, and most people don't fucking realize that, dude. Like yeah. people that watch your shit or whatever, you know what I mean? Like most of them just don't realize it, which is like such a shame because. Yeah. Dude, it sucks, dude. Like, I, I am a person, like, yes, I may do a lot of things and have achieved a lot of things and may be capable of doing great things and stuff, but, like, you know, like, I, I do need that that bump, that boost, like, even if it's just, like, words of encouragement, dude, like, that shit takes me a long way because I feel like I don't really ever, like, I don't get that whenever I need it. Mm, I'll okay. get it 
whenever yeah. people are like, you know, just like, you just talk to me, blah, blah, blah. But like whenever I'm truly down or whatever, or not feeling like confident or whatever, it's like so hard to just even tell anyone, be like, I can use a little support right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shouldn't laugh, but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. Don't trip. It's so, it's so rough, but I mean, it's fine. We live and we learn. Yeah. Just try to power through in these COVID times. Dude, I feel it, dude. Well, that's tight, dude. So, so, so and you, I know you play Apex. I know you're sick. You're good at that game. I love Apex Legends myself. You know, I, I should stream it more. I wish more people, like, I feel like Twitch doesn't care about that game that much, but dude. like, they should. Because, in my opinion, Apex Legends is like this. That's the standard, the standard really? Battle Royale game. Like, everybody thinks Fortnite is, but like, like, Apex should be the pinnacle, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like 59% of Twitch viewers are, from my demographic, watch Call of Duty uh, streams, and then like twenty two percent watches Apex. Yeah. So it's yeah. like maybe if I was good at Call of Duty, I would actually have numbers. You know, but- See, I'm, I'm not good, but we have fun, and like I rage a lot at that game. Uh, I like I, I'm I threaten to uninstall that game at least twice a week, dude. Dan, Dan hates playing with me. Dan sometimes Stefan's oh. like, dude, you need to fucking relax. I'm like, I need to relax. You need to relax, dude. Dude, Josh got me on a uh, game one time. It was a long time ago. And I just like it was like right when uh, Warzone or I think Modern Warfare had dropped, and like okay. I was in the lobby talking the most shit, dude. Like <laughs> I did not stop, and I was like, dude, I can't play this game because this game's gonna get me in trouble. Yes, like, it, it I, was, that's why I don't stream. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I had to. So when I play that, I mute everyone who's not in my party because otherwise, it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I do. I even. I just realized that Overwatch has uh, the audio where it can be shared from game, like game audio. Mm-hmm. So people who talk to me in Overwatch, just regular game chat, can be heard on my Twitch stream. Yeah. So uh, one guy was talking so much shit to me one time, and he was, like, telling me that I'm, like, trash or whatever. He was like, get off this character. I want to play with this character. And I'm like, what are you going to do with her? I'm over here dropping, like, 10 bodies per life. And he's like, oh, well, I, I want to play with her. You're trash. So I switch. This dude doesn't choose her. And then I'm like, what the hell? So I'm playing two deaths or two lives at this person, and I switch back. This dude doesn't do anything. We lose the match. And I, he's like, Good job, everyone, except for that guy. You fucking suck. And then got off the street. I was like, dude, fuck you. He did nothing. I hate that, dude. That game was so, like, I still have it installed. I love Overwatch. Everybody, like, right now, the cool thing is to hate Blizzard. Okay, I get it, whatever. You know, I I respect why. I think what they did is fucked up. Um, At the same time, that dude had a contract and he breached it. Um, I think Blizzard should have been more empathetic. 100%. I do. I think taking his money was wrong. Maybe not letting him compete or something going forwards would have been a better action. Yeah. You know, but like, I love that game, but man, like the people are toxic and it's just so like, they have put so much shit into that game so that you queue with like people that are roll locked. Like they've tried so much to help. And it's like the people that play that game just don't give a fuck. Like it yeah. sucks, dude. But, but anyways, all right. A couple questions for you and then we'll cut it. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. First question. What is, like, what's your favorite, or not your favorite, like, what do you miss from tour, like, food-wise? Like, what's your favorite food spot that you can't get in Texas? 
shit, dude. I mean, like tour. I mean, I was in LA. Uh, I went to like Drew Falk's studio once, and I went to this taco shop around the corner that was like the best taco shop in the middle of a neighborhood that I've ever experienced. That was good, yeah. but I'm not gonna lie. I can't even remember the name of this place in Philly, but like I went to have a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, that shit was incredible. I don't eat I don't eat beef or anything like that anymore, but it's like if I go back to Philly and I go to that place, I will eat that bitch. Yeah. I'll, oh yeah. I'm like, like I'm I'm going to say fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> like, All right. All right. I respect that. I mean, I mean honestly, it's funny cuz most of the people that I talk to, like if they're from like past Texas, their first answer is almost always like California Mexican food. Like dead straight face. Just yeah. like it's not the same anywhere else. <laughs> literally so insane. I mean, like Texas Mexican food is good too, but like California Mexican food is like. Yo, there's something so simple about fucking what's that place that's in Deep Ellum? Torchies? Torchies? Uh, wait, uh, fuzzies. Fuzzies, fuzzies. That's what it is, dude. Yeah. Fuzzies with the fucking the, and those blue margs, dude. I just I love that place, man. Dude, yeah, that place is top notch for like budget eating. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like for being on a budget. Yeah. I miss it now. And like their salads that they have there, like they have like chopped fajita chicken salads and stuff. Like, dude, I, whenever I would go there, when I worked at the door, I would go there every day to get a chopped fajita chicken salad. And like, I walked on my way, bro. I was just, I was just vibing, bro. I was just eating salads and grilled chicken with some. I love it. Bitch. Dude, it was <laughs> insane. All right. All right. Okay. The, the cheesiest question of them all, Jay. What's your favorite color? Black. All right. All right. <laughs> just like I'm looking around at everything I own. Like I mean, I could say blue. I say blue because you know, like when I last went to LA, I got these nunchucks, and they're blue. Love I it. Some black and red ones, and I bought some pure white ones. But black and blue might be my favorite colors, and it also is my favorite Backstreet Boys album. I'm going to have a, that's a whole nother episode. We are not going to get into Backstreet Boys right now because that's my shit. I believe it was our, our three year anniversary. I flew Trina to Vegas to go see Backstreet Boys for our fucking anniversary. It was so sick, dude. It was so sick. Damn, dude. Um, all right. Next question. I'm pretty sure I already know the answer because you're a Texas boy. In and out or Whataburger? Bro, what the fuck, bro? Don't even ask me that. You already know Whataburger's gonna win. Like, all right, in and out in Texas, go give me some old cardboard ass French fries. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this shit? Half the people there don't even know how to prepare the food. I'm so glad I don't eat beef no more because it's just like, dang, dude, when you go to In and Out, the experience was always terrible. And it'd be like after a show. And they would not give a fuck because it'd be almost closing time because we're degenerates and we're like fucking, yeah. you know, like walking in close to closing time. But it's like, what a burger, 24 hours. You get whatever you get, but get fries with gravy. You're solid. You're solid. See, see I don't do the gravy. I love that that homemade honey mustard that they make there. Oh, dude. That, that <laughs> shit is like, I, I will just, I'll go there and just order a large fry with honey mustard and just eat that. I don't need nothing else. <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously the chicken chip sandwich on Texas Sosa's, but you know what I mean? All right. All right. All right. The next one, the, the debate of all debates, Jay, are you ready? 
Yes. Sheets or Wawa? Shit. Shit, dude. Sheets was like fucking amazing, but so was Wawa. Hey, hey, since we were talking about KO, I know he don't work there no more, but shout out Peter Rono and shout out Wawa. So I'm going to say Wawa for sure because, like, you know, not enough people talked about Sheets for me, bro. Like, I know Sheets has better better everything. The whole environment and everything was cool. Wawa kind of felt like a, like, what? Well, it was, like, more of a gas station than, like, a restaurant. It's more about my pops. All right. Shout out, Peter. I might go with Sheets. I'm going to go with Sheets. All right. Go with all sheets. right. I'm going to go with Sheets. Because, like, look, I only had Wawa, like, maybe, like, two times or something like that. I had one in Florida, and, like, it was just, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get well, some scratch off. You want to know the trick to this question, Jay? What? Both answers are wrong. And you know what the right answer is, right? Quick trip? Fucking Bucky's, dude. That's what. Uh, dude, you know. Don't say I, it. I was thinking. I was thinking East Coast. I was thinking East okay, Coast. Okay, fair, fair. You know, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say. I, I don't. I don't really fuck with Bucky's, and I was just gonna end it right there. Like I was just gonna cut this shit off, dude. Bro, how could you not fuck with Bucky's? It's the Walmart and gas station. A amen, dude. Amen. Like, All right. dude, <laughs> it's insane. Like you, 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 you gave me a trick question, and you knew that my living in Texas ass wasn't gonna say Bucky's because that's what you would expect me to say. But I'm not gonna be like on this podcast, like, "Hey, yo, motherfucker, yeah, give me some fucking Bucky's." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love it, dude. I love it. You want? I turn into a New Yorker when I think about Bucky's. Uh, oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is my last question. It's kind of a hard one. I hit everybody with it, so everybody watching knows what it is. You don't know what it is because because you probably haven't watched the full episode of the show yet, which is fine. Okay. E everybody has, you know, like we talked about this a little bit earlier, everybody has like the face they put on. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to be Unity TXJ or sometimes you have to be Emo Night J, you know, or sometimes you just have to be like tough ass. Like I, I, I was raised hard J because yeah. whatever, whatever life throws at you, you know what I mean? So like all of us have something about us that they wish more people knew, like a characteristic or a, a hobby or like something that you like to do that like you probably like I face value people that just follow you on social media and don't know you that well, they don't know about you. Like, like for like, so let's say, let's just put it like this. If you had, if you could have your fans know one thing about you that you don't think is easy for them to know, what would that be? I'm actually really good at gymnastics. <laughs> really? So I didn't know that about you. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really good. at. I like, Sophomore year, I was going to be a varsity cheerleader, but I couldn't afford that shit. And, like, I was a skater, so I was just like, whatever, like, skate or die. You know, just shit like Respect. that. Respect. But, um, yeah, the cheerleading coach at the school that I had transferred to had heard about me running up walls and hitting backflips and shit and, like, wanted to check me out. So they, like, had me come to the gym after school one day and went in there, did a little, you know, round off, back handspring, back tuck, you know, just yeah. That and they were like, Oh wow, he's really good. I like this, but like, you know, I never pursued it. And that's the one thing that sucks about life for me is like, you know, like it's always been hard to pursue a lot of things if I don't have the proper tools that I like need to be able to execute. Like, yeah. you know, move for one thing. That's always been like the downfall to so many things going good in my life, you know. And then the pandemic just said, Hey, remember being broke? I'm back again, bitch. But uh, you know, 
Oh, I'm feeling that, brother. So, <laughs> dude, it sucks. I literally just got a message on Offer Up ask uh, like from someone asking if my skate decks are still available because I've just been like selling these like skate decks that I have, and like you know, it's like not like I sell a shit ton of them. It's just like you know, if somebody wants to skate or whatever, I'm like, shit, dude, I can provide you with the deck pretty cheap like i don't sell them for expensive either you know just like you know i sell it i get a little bit of money to eat and that's fine but like i've just been been trying to make the most out of everything i can't sell as many features as i want but you know skateboard's next in line i hope that one day it's going to be a company (laughs) Uh, dude that would that's the dream what what wait we should we should talk we should talk later this week yes one of the one of the bands on the pinup roster, the 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 singer is uh, the manager for Santa Cruz Skateboards. Okay. Oh yeah. So maybe I'll connect you guys. We'll do a little. Yeah, bit that'd be sick because Santa Cruz is fucking sick company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's the, he's the homie too. Anyways, all right, Jay. What are your so What's your socials like? You and the band. How can everybody find you online? All right, so you can find the band under Unity TX if you just type in Unity TX, U-N-I-T-Y-T-X, all one word. You know, you do that on Instagram and Twitter. You can go on Facebook, it's Unity-TX. You can find me under Basement Ghost, B-A-S-E-M-E-N-T-G-H-O-S-T. You know, my Twitch is Ghost World. You know, I, uh, you know, I'm all around. You know, I got, like, SoundCloud. I have, like, all these different pages and stuff. But, like, if you go to my Instagram, you click my link tree, it'll just link you probably about anything that I've created in the past five years and put out. There it so, is. And, know, I, and I, will, I will put Jay's social media links, and I'll probably put his link tree in the description of the video for all of you wondering how to connect with the homeboy. So we'll get that done. Uh, listen, bye, Mad Boy. Spin Mad Boy, what, whatever, whatever, whatever. You still got it? Show that shit off. That's right. Check it out. Like, one of the hardest working dudes I fucking know right here on the screen with me. Uh, that, damn, that is you. That's uncanny, dog. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is like the proudest thing I've done in my life. That's so and sick, like, dude. 2019 was like the most incredible year of my life. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good year for me too. Like that was the best year pinups ever had. Like the scene was prospering, like hardcore death metal, like all of the scenes collectively in the Bay Area were like taking off and doing good. And yeah. a lot of the drama had like passed and people were getting along. And like, dude, it was just like such a and then fucking 2020, dude. The first two months of 2020, show-wise, like from like a like a you know, the the bands I was able to book and bring through was so fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Last show I had was fucking terror. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had that terror warriors package. You That's know what sweet. I mean? Like it was sick. Show sold the fuck out. We did like over four hundred people. I don't even fucking remember because I don't even think about music shit no more. And like, but like, I was, and then boom, this shit happens. So yeah. it's all fucked up. But anyways, Jay, <laughs> thank you for fucking joining me, dude. This has been a blast. Like you're like the fourth person where I've just like hit up to do this who I actually haven't caught up with in a minute. So like yeah. literally the episode was like us catching up. So I, and that's what I fucking love about this show, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm able to do it. So um. Everybody that's that watched or listened, thank you. Uh, feel free to come find the channel on YouTube. Just look up Joel Cupcake Unedited. Hit that subscribe button. Even if you only listen to the podcast, it helps hey, me out a lot. Let me hit your YouTube real quick. 
Oh, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I'll li I'll link all Jay's stuff in the videos. Like I said, uh, Jay streams a lot of Apex Legends and also bait beat making. Like I said, so follow him on there. Uh, if you end up in my channel, I raid him a lot. We end up watching him when I'm done usually. Sure. So that works too. You know, uh, if you're listening on the podcast format, uh, this episode was really fun. Try to watch the video if you have the time. Um, if not, it's cool. I appreciate the downloads and the supports and the hits we get on that. Subscribe, follow me, Jay. Check out Unity TX. Uh, cool announcement next week coming. More on that later. Uh, my guest next week is hopefully another rad person of color. Rad Pit. Oh, I wish, dude. I fucking, I would die. <laughs> I would be like, I would literally just be an hour of me staring at him, going, just yell Fight Club quotes at me. That's like all I would ask him, dude. Dude, you gotta, you gotta like pay for like one of those like cameos, whatever. Yeah, it just like just have him talk to you, just... dude. My favorite ones are uh, the guitar player from Every Time I Die, yeah. like the one that's kind of like he comes off strange, dude, and he'll just like. You you have you order one of the cameos of him talking shit and it's like he just so awkwardly reads it off. It's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, honestly, I should have honestly. I I was gonna have him do one for Zemer, but I fucking forgot. Actually, I forgot to wish Zemer a happy birthday. So, Mike, if you ever watch this, it's your happy birthday, and I know you're never gonna watch it. So, <laughs> I feel like I feel like he'll watch. I feel like I'm going to send it to him and say, hey. You have a birthday wish on here. And oh. then he's, he's going to give up five minutes in and be like, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> Not surprised. Not surprised. Oh, man. Having COVID birthdays. It sucks. Oh. Yeah, it's rough, dude. My, mine was in May. Oh, yeah, it was not pleasant. But all right. Enough about that. Jay. I will yeah. have you back on the show. This has been a fucking blast. Yeah. We need to we need to have like a fucking Backstreet Boys like only episode. Like I'm gonna find a bunch of metal dudes that all love Backstreet Boys, and we're just gonna have an episode about that. Let's yeah. do that. You down? Yes, absolutely. Fuck yeah! All right, everybody. This has been another episode of Joel Cupcake Unedited. I'm your boy Joel Cupcake. That over there is your other boy Jay from Unity TX. Thanks for checking yeah. that out. Hey. Y'all uh, wash your hands, wash your ass, and wear masks. Hopefully <laughs> 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 wash your ass. <laughs> All right. See you next week.